What's up, victorious vitamin leaders? Welcome back to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. I am your host, TJ Reed, and I am so excited that you're here joining us. If you are loving this podcast, would you subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you listen to uh, podcasts? And then would you share it with somebody that you know? Share your favorite episode and say, hey, you should really listen to this because I think you would find it beneficial. And then check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, We are sharing pictures. We're sharing stories. uh, We're even trying out Instagram TV. And so check us out there and see what we're about. I am uh, excited that in uh, May 1st through the 3rd, we will be in Atlanta. Looking forward to getting some folks together in Atlanta. And so if you are in Atlanta and you are listening, would you hit us up at vitaminleadteam at gmail.com? I would love to meet up for uh, an early morning coffee before work or a late night snack or, or something like that there in downtown Atlanta. And so really consider joining us for that Atlanta, May 1st through the 3rd. And then we will be doing a meetup in June here in the Virginia Beach, Norfolk, Hampton Roads area. And so if you're interested in that, would you email us at vitaminleadteam at gmail.com. More details to come soon on that. We are so excited. Uh, I'm loving this series so far, the Pirates of the Compelling Team. Would you just do me a favor, wherever you're at, however you're feeling right now, would you just say, arr, for me? That would just do me so much good to hear you say R. <laughs> do you remember your captain name from the last episode? You are Captain Blank. What is it? What, what what's your what's your captain name? Declare that right now. I am Captain Blah. And so uh I I, I look forward to in the days to come hearing your captain names on uh, Facebook or Instagram and laughing along with you if you email us or whatever. I want to hear what your captain name is. Uh, but but really what we're trying to tackle in this Pirates of the Compelling Team uh, series is how can we balance a compelling vision with the necessity of keeping up with our day-to-day operations. And so last time we talked about being the captain and making sure that you are leading a team that's doing something meaningful, but that where people matter, that it's not just people are, aren't dispensable in the work that you're doing. And so today, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the crew that does this with you because it's so important. Let's let's say that you are leading a work team, a volunteer team, a a home team, right? Like your your team at home, whatever you're doing, you got to ask yourself, why are these people along for the ride? Here's a couple that of why people do come along for the ride, whether it be work or a volunteer thing or something like that. Number one might be like that they're looking for a sense of belonging. You know how polarized our world is. You know how crazy and easy it is to just isolate yourself from others. And so people are looking for a genuine place to get together with people, to belong and to have a sense of purpose for what they're doing. Is that what you're fulfilling? If it's at work, Some people, the reason that they're along for the ride is for the treasure. They want the money. Money's not a bad thing. It really isn't. You can do a lot of good with money, both for yourself as well as for causes around the world with money. And so never disparage somebody that wants to do it if they have a generous heart and want to do something with that. 
Treasure is a good thing. It could be a very good thing. Some people like to just dress like a pirate. That might be why they do. I think that there's some people out there that they just really get a kick out of dressing nice and looking the fanciest. These are usually the people that are taking their pictures on Instagram and the bathroom mirrors or whatever it is that they're doing there. I'll tell you what, uh, one of my first jobs, I did it for a month. I worked for Hollywood Video as a teenager and I wore a clip-on bow tie. And so uh, I can tell you one thing, I did not <laughs> do that job uh, for the dressing. I, I didn't do it because I wanted to, the, the clip-on bow tie. I did it because I wanted the free movies, to be honest with you. Some people, they're, they, they're riding your pirate ship because they're looking to get to a better pirate ship. They want to get some experience on your pirate ship. You're the pirate ship that would bring them along right now. But ultimately, if a better pirate ship comes around, they're going to go take that better pirate ship. And that's okay too, right? I think we're in a world that uh, it's no longer the 30-year commitment to the factory in town. It's uh, something we say in our organization, and it's a picture that's used a lot in leadership articles. It's kind of like a jungle gym these days where people just swing from place to place, right? That they go, hey, I'm going to contribute well to this company while I'm here, and you invest in me well while I'm here, and we're going to have a mutually beneficial relationship. But... There may be a time where I'm going to go over here and you got to continue on with your work over here in this organization. We've got to be okay with that as leaders. As we've talked about before in, in one of our previous podcasts, you, you, got, you can't have a closed fist of leadership. You got to have an open hand because the more you try to hold on to people and just grasp it when their heart and their desires are going elsewhere, it's kind of like grasping sand and it's just going to fall out the side of your hands. And so... Those are just some of the things that you begin to think of, of why people are along for the ride if they want to be part of your crew, right? A sense of belonging. They want treasure. They like to dress like a pirate. They just want to kind of dress the part, right? Or they're looking to get to a better pirate ship. What else would you add to this? I'd love to hear from you. What other things would you add to why people kind of come along for the ride sometimes? Because think about it. What would, what would Peter Pan be without Rufio and the Lost Boys? Oh, man, that that 90s movie with Robin Williams would be so depressing if Rufio and the Lost Boys weren't there. You wouldn't hear the <laughs> or you wouldn't see the the big boy that just did kind of the cannonball roll down the steps to take out Captain Hook and his people. <laughs> Everybody needs a good crew around them. And it's so important that you as the captain, you as the leader, that you begin to understand why people are along for the ride, because that's a really important part of what they're doing. And then, like Peter Pan, you got to get to know the people that are around you. You got to get to know who the Lost Boys are that are joining you on this trip. You got to get to know the people that are coming along with you on the voyage. You got to kind of do your own get to know you montage. You know, if it was a, a, a buddy comedy where they're just adding different people to the group of people, it has some sort of corny da 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 da, like some 80s music going on. And then they'd, you'd see them like, ha-ha, playing ping-pong together. Ha-ha, playing pool together. Ha-ha, jumping into a swimming pool together. Whatever it is, a get-to-know-you montage. But you as the leader, you got to do your own get-to-know-you montage. And it usually doesn't go as quick as a three-minute cut inside of a movie. If you want to have a crew that's coming along with you, you got to do a few things. Here, here's a couple ways that I've done it personally as I've tried to get a crew around me. 
One thing that I would do, I, I got a team of about 40 people. And so I said, okay, 40 people is a lot of people to get to know. But if I'm strategic, I can have lunch once a week with three to four people. And that within three months, I could have had at least a good conversation with every single person on my team. They would know a little bit about me and I'd know a little bit about them. And that's a great starting point, right? Another way that you can do it is... It, a simple way across a, a broad team or just in a small group team is to use personality tests. But the, the thing I would caution you for here is that if you're going to use personality tests like, you know, 16personalities.com, like that's the Myers-Briggs, like a shortened version of that, or the Enneagram or w whatever you're going to use these days, be careful that that doesn't just begin to define the person, that you kind of write them into a box. Uh, I love what Mark Batterson has to say about this topic. He goes uh, that sometimes uh, if you just kind of just live by this personality test, you no longer have a personality. A personality has you. And so we got to be so careful as as leaders and as even as people that just take these personality tests that that doesn't just become the defining factor of who we are and what we do. And then the, the other thing I would say is ask about their history uh, and then thank them. Ask about stories. Just a, re a really corny example of this is I was at the microwave the other day and somebody came up and they were cooking one of those microwave meals of meatloaf. And I said, so you like meatloaf? You know, really profound question there. Yeah, I I, I have some good, uh, uh, I, it's something I've always liked throughout my whole life. And so uh, my next question was, well, tell me one of your meatloaf memories, you know? <laughs> It's kind of a funny question. Tell me one of your meatloaf memories. And this person told me this really cool story of uh, of what they uh, did. Uh, somebody told me about the story of a tattoo. It was a really odd tattoo that I had never seen before. And it, it's just, it's so cool learning some of these stories if you're just willing to ask people. Uh, not everybody's going to share, and that's okay. They don't have to. But when somebody does share, make sure that you thank them for sharing their story because they just gave you a glimpse into their history. And that can really help you get to know the crew that's coming along with you. So do your own get to know you montage. What would you do to get to know the crew that's around you? That's so important because it's like that old uh, African proverb says, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go with others. Captain, you need a crew. You need your lost boys. You need your get to know you montage with the people that are around you because we're going to do some great things and you're the pirates of the compelling team and what you're going to do as a team matters. And so you got the captain, you're going to get to know your crew coming up here. And then next time here on vitamin lead, we're going to talk about hoisting the Jolly Roger. And what does that have to do with team identity? Once you're the captain, the crew, what does your team identity begin to look like together? And so I hope that you will join us next time on Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. Thank you so much for joining us today. Begin to get to know the people that are part of your crew. Do something today to get to know them. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye-bye.